tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, 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 we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. And I hope you're going to have a great new year. Guys, welcome to another episode of Tim Fall Hat. Okay, uh, this is an excellent, excellent, excellent episode. We have um, independent researcher and uh, Corey Daniels, and he comes on. We're talking about occult, psyops. They're playing mind games with us, trying to jack your loose. It's a wonderful episode. I hope you enjoy it. Guys, I got some live dates coming up. I'd love to see ya so we can hug and kiss and just t- tell each other how much we love each other face to face. So January 13th, I'm in San Luis Obispo. I'm kicking off the Hammer of the Gods tour, okay? Uh, come get weird with me, okay? Grab your tickets now. We'll do a nice little meet and greet after where I meet with everybody and we'll talk and we'll high five and we'll do all the wonderful stuff that we do. Just go to samtriplee.com for those tickets. Then uh, January 20th through the 22nd, I am live in Buffalo at Helium's. I'm bringing two heavy hitters with me. I have a Howie Dewey from Cash Daddies and Robbie, the fire, Bernstein from Part of the Problem. Uh, he'll be opening, so I'm very excited. We just talked about that today, so that's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. All right, so again, go to samtriplee.com. And then closing it out. Getting the gang all back together for two nights. First night, January 28th, the whole crew is in at Harvell's for two shows. Jay Nice, Xavier Guerrero, Eddie Bravo, and Ryan off the grid. Ryan, he's all going to be there for two shows. We got a stand-up comedy show, and then we have Swarm Tank where you come and pitch your favorite conspiracies to your favorite conspiracy theorists. And then the next night on the 29th, we run it back again in Bakersfield at the well. Two shows again, stand-up, and then we do a swarm tank afterwards. The whole crew will be there. So, again, go to samtriplee.com to grab those tickets. If you want to support the show, there's a couple ways to do it. Uh, premium, content, premium content at rockfin.com. All the shows are there. Tim Fall Hat Premium, Only fin- only Conspiracies, uh, the, the Zero, Conspiracy Social Club, We Don't Smoke the Same, and Broken Simulation, all there uh, for only $10 a month, multiple episodes. And then if you want t-shirts, go to samtribly.com, click the timfullhattshirts.com link and grab your tickets now. New shirts going up left and right. Super excited about that. Again, this is a great episode with Corey Daniels. Uh, We talk about occult psyops. Check it out. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I hope you have a great new year. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. 
All right, and let's get into it. Uh, our returning champion is back again. He was on an episode we all, uh, what everybody really loved, which was our breakdown of what happened with Isaac Cappy. Maybe we'll get into a little bit of that. But uh, he is back. He is a uh, researcher, a writer. He is a professional interpreter and guide. Please welcome Corey Daniels. How are you, brother? Hey, man. Good. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming back. Uh, what's going on in your background? Explain to that. Is that life? Is that the universe? Is that indigestion? <laughs> what is that? That is the mystery. That is the that is the proverbial mystery of what's going to happen next. I, Dude, you know. I love it. I love it. According to some people, uh, 2058, yeah. something's going down, <laughs> just so you know. You're going to have to listen to the last episode. So, Corey, uh, we haven't talked to you in a little while. I feel like it has been like a year or two since you yeah. were on. You've grown a long, luxurious beard. Shit is happening for you. You're obviously upped your game with the ladies so uh last we talked to you it was about isaac cappy yeah. uh any updates on that at all anything new come out any new discoveries of what <laughs> any thoughts change is it is it just like they got him yeah isaac was killed um it's it's still my opinion that isaac did not commit suicide um for your listeners if you don't remember who i am um i drove by that scene the morning I was on a, I was on a tour from Phoenix to the grand Canyon. I passed by about nine 25, nine 26 in the morning. I know that cause I picked up six people in Flagstaff at a hotel and Belmont. I know how far Belmont is from there. When I drove through there at nine 26, there was nothing going on. Um, nothing. There was no, um, there was no backup cars. There was no, nothing. It was just a normal day cruising through Belmont. Uh, there was no problems on the highway at all. I got home that night without an incident. Um, the next morning, my YouTube blows up and my, uh, social media blows up. Everyone's, you know, saying, Corey, Corey, Isaac died. I'm like, God, who's Isaac? You know, I didn't even know him really. And, um, I, I remember there was a guy with hair talking about pedophilia, Seth Green and Tom Hanks, but I don't, I, I never met him and got into it. Um, I, uh, I, um, I made a video talking about, um, the, the, the report had come out and stated that, um, the place was cleaned up at, uh, and traffic was back open at 10 30. And I said, no, it's bullshit. Absolute BS. I was through there at nine 26 and it was open. And then I started getting phone calls and, uh, correspondence from Isaac's friends. Isaac had a group of people called the family Ambergesa who was this personal collection of people that he collected. He had um, uh, begun a underground social media operation called Unseal Epstein. He was trafficking and moving information from the field to uh, his contacts in the White House, DC area. And um, that's what he would have been doing. Um, I then got involved in an investigation. Uh, the number of them asked me to get involved in it. I went to Belmont and I got a hold of some people and I met the, I started talking, asking questions. I then got on and I, I um, ordered all the uh, official reports. I found the people, I do what I do. I researched and dug in. I interviewed four of the six people that were there that day that are, you know, um, that are involved. I, I even interviewed the guy that ran over Isaac, you know, um, I talked to him twice. And um, as I, as I conduct this interview, I put it all up on the internet and a thing called the Isaac Cappy mind map. You can Google that. It'll come up. And um, right there is all of the information, um, every PDF, every video, every interview, every photograph, every, um, every, everything, every bit of information I found transparently for free in the Isaac Cappy mind map. It's a big orange um, 
um, uh, um, uh, mind map I built over on Miro. When you click on any of the boxes, the top right, right hand corner, it takes you to a page. And from that page, it opens up and all the information and data is there. There's Easter eggs in it as well. Um, you know, a full interview, three hour interview with um, Isaac's roommate, talk about the homeless man, the cardboard gate, all of it. Um, and, 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 and including some stuff about Isaac in there, what he did, his movies, um, the family and wrote letters for him and how Isaac's life got involved in everything from Tom Hanks to the pedos to uh, Pizzagate. And I don't I again, want to mention people's names here, but down into um, uh, the brownstoning operations in Hollywood, Nixium, uh, president Trump. Um, and there's stuff on here. I haven't, you know, I haven't built out Tracy Twyman's box yet. Um, um, That's you know, I, I gotta do an episode on that whole thing. Like, you know, when I think of Tracy, I think of like, you know, the old saying, when you stare into the abyss, just know the abyss stares into you. And, you know, yeah. she is a, uh, can't be an example, be a warning. And, uh, oh. I tell a lot of people that I'm like, man, you gotta watch yourself, dude. When you're hunting monsters, you gotta make <laughs> sure you don't become a monster. And there's not that she's a bad person, but you know, when you start hearing the stories about, you know, dark, you know, magic is neither light or dark. It is like electricity. It's how it's used. Electricity yeah. can be used for good and it can be used for bad. So it's like it all depends on the intention of the sorcerer, obviously. And um, if you go deep, man, if you go deep, dude, sometimes you don't come back, man. And That's right. That's right. Uh, Tracy was into some real darkness. And, uh, um, you know, I got some conflicting stories. What, what's really strange is... Uh, People are scared to death to talk about Tracy. They don't want to go there. Uh, you know, I can talk, I can people talk about Isaac every, you know, um, people can open up about different other really darker people, I think. Um, but people have a, a, a very guttural fear of what happened to Tracy. I got reports saying that she wasn't just found hanged in the you know, garage. I've got reports that uh, she may have been uh, brutalized and she had dirt all over her as well. Um, I can't, it's hard to get anyone to actually talk about it, but I do have some info that I have not put out yet about it. Well, um, if you need, wants to put it out, here's the place to do it. Yeah. I'm down with uh, hearing anything you have to say. Cause we have the dangerous conversations. We usually don't do breaking news either. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's not breaking news, but it's, 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 I want to verify and validate stuff before I just go on and say stuff. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to be ir 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 irresponsible about it. So, um, there's a lot of people that would love to shoot my credibility because of what I put out thus far. Um, the fricking traps and the landmines people lay for me regularly, weekly, monthly, uh, trying to get me to trip. Um, so they can discredit me and the mind map, the threats of lawsuits and everything else. Uh, whatever Isaac was into, just said people, this, this, this needs to be told right now, whatever Isaac was into, and I know what he was into. He was into exposing pedophilia and that, um, uh, the, the, the inner, the control mechanism for the entertainment wing of the intelligence operations, right? Which is Hollywood. He was into exposing that. Um, and whatever he was into is still extremely relevant and poignant today. There's a lot of things that he was doing and involved in, and it's still reverberating from the people. Lynn Wood, you know, Lynn Wood at the beginning of the year uh, reached out to me, and I had a I had three conversations with 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 Mr. Lynn Wood about Isaac, and um, you know, at the end of that conversation, I don't really trust Lynn anymore. I haven't talked to him since like I don't know, early January. 
But, um, you know, a lot of stuff came about early this year that I hadn't been privy to. There were some players that had been floating in the background that I wasn't aware of. And I got in, did the research and verified them. And the scope of the investigation got a little bit bigger. Um, Guys, there are psyops within psyops within psyops. Within psyops, bro. Within psyops. I, I, I will boil it down here, you know, in just a paragraph. But I think Isaac, Isaac saw something. Isaac was privy to something with Seth Green and Claire, I believe. Um, I believe he came out. He had personal relationships with Marilyn Manson. Um, who's the other guy? Um, oh, what's his name? The photographer, uh, Tyler Shields. Um, you know, he was hanging out with all these cats. And um, I think he saw and knew of stuff as well as just he was in the party scene, you know, and he kind of knew what people were doing and he knew it was real and wasn't it. And uh, he came out and I think he expected a lot more people to get us back. I think he expected the FBI to come in and say, Oh, good job. Thanks. We're going to go arrest him now. Um, that's not what happened. Uh, everyone started running cover. Hollywood circled the wagons. Uh, Paris Jackson, um, Paris Jackson threw him under the bus. You know, she chose her side. Uh, Isaac never attacked her. And, um, and that's verified. It's validated. And, um, and she flat out lied, flat out lied, took one for the team and, um, you know, kept her position within that, uh, with the, within the elite there. And she had to be ashamed of her goddamn self too, by the way, Paris, if you're listening. Um, but, um, they got into Isaac when he started coming out, they hit him almost immediately. They had people come in and psyop him and got him spinning off in the left field and down rabbit holes and left and right. And I know because I went down that myself, I was approached by one or two of the same characters that approached Isaac. And, um, early on, and that person just had me spinning around, spinning around and about five months to figure out who was on what side and where things were at and dig into the past and actually verify who I was talking to. And my God, it's, um, it's absolutely exhausting and at times terrifying and confusing. And, um, it's the cognitive dissonance. You don't know which way to go, what's up or down, who's good or bad, who to trust. Um, you've been introduced to people that are probably the same people you've been talking to the whole entire time. Isaac was in all that. I've now been in this world longer than Isaac has. And if Isaac would have survived another year, he would have come full circle and realized just how much psyopy insanity was out there and that he had been hacked. I believe that Isaac believed um, he was talking to Trump. I believed he believed he either met or spoke to um, um, JFK Jr. I think Isaac believed that he had been made to believe that he was the Judas. He was sucked into a very dark hole of occulted uh, belief systems. And I believe I know who did that in, in part. I spoke to someone not too long ago who told me that um, in regards to Isaac, he said, I never lost a man on an op before in regards to Isaac. I said, Oh, an op, huh? He said, yeah. I said, you had Isaac in an operation. He says, and yeah, yeah, we, we, it, it, it was an op. And I warned Isaac not to go any deeper and he went deeper. Isaac got hacked, man. And whatever happened on that bridge, there's only a couple things that could have happened on that bridge. Um, I don't know. We, we weren't there. It, uh, you know, you can, I, I could, I don't want to lay it all out right, right, right now. Um, it goes from, he just committed suicide to a V2K energy weapons to um, he was killed sometime that night and his body was thrown off, but that would involve a lot of other people lying and covering up in a bigger conspiracy. And I just don't have those facts. Something so, happened on that bridge, but it wasn't Isaac committing suicide. I just want to say something to anybody listening could be new. Maybe didn't hear the last episode. Maybe you're new to the truth world and you weren't part of the whole 
you know, exposing of the 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 pedophilia and the rampant like just pure like debauchery that goes to with joining the highest levels of power, right? It just it it you know I I I said like dude, it's the giant it's the it's the way you control people. You know, you always hear people like going, you know, ah, uh, you know, they're trying to normalize pedophilia. They can try all they want. It's never going to happen. It's just never going to happen because too many people have children and the ramifications of easing up on that is horrendous. So it's always going to be demonized. And in a weird way, that helps the elites because it allows them to control everything. You know, it's like when the when the right gets really mad at homosexuality, trans and all that stuff, I tell you, I go, hey, man, you're feeding into their game. You're making it harder for people to be themselves. And what they've done is they've put trans, trans agenda in front of pedophilia. So you're really mad at the trans when you really should be mad at the pedophile files but you're so angry at these people because and you have people like rude paul rupaul who is like doing shows purposefully to piss you off that you know he when she did that show uh, uh did that show on uh um netflix. netflix about being a fairy godmother to a homeless child that was done purposefully to get everybody upset because it's all about cultural marxism and getting us all to fight with each other okay so so when you hear somebody say they went deep they killed them off and stuff like that and you don't and maybe you 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 have some reservations about that that idea just know that four men have accused Kevin Spacey of impropriety and they're all dead. They're all dead. It's, I mean, like the odds on that happening are just unbelievable. They're all dead. They're all dead. Okay. He did that. You remember when like everyone was on Spacey, he does that really bizarre video that everyone's like, like in his kitchen, he apologizing. Where he's playing yeah. like Frank Underwood or whatever that character's name is with the, with, with the coffee mug that had uh, the, uh, the uh, queen of England thing yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then as yeah. soon as that clip, 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 all of them, not just one or two send a message to the other, all four of them clipped gone dead. It's unbelievable, dude. And you know, it's like, even within our own, uh, our own, you know, my own comedy scene, there's been a guy accused of being a pedophile and everybody else, not mm. just like, Hey, you know, like particular guys been accused of sex, sex messaging, 17 year olds. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about dark, dark, dark shit, like kitty porn stuff got yeah. accused and, and the career is even bigger. Even bigger. Everyone else gets clipped. This guy's career's gotten bigger. And well, you know, you know I, I tell you what, what didn't get talked about a lot in terms of Isaac. Anyway, was Isaac? Um, Isaac got killed on uh, on the thirteenth uh, uh, of May, and then about a what was it? Two weeks later, a guy by the name of he went by uh, Robert. Um, I don't want to say his name on 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 online, but Robert. Um, he disappeared and he had this thing and some people say it was fake. Some people say it wasn't, but he said he was hanged in his garage by three guys that got him in his, uh, in his, in his, um, he, he come out and said that he knew what happened to Isaac and he knew who killed him. And he was, you know, he was loud. He was, if you, if you were there in that time on the internet during that two weeks after Isaac died, it was a, it was, I mean, things were moving fast and hard and, uh, people, it's very intense. And, um, 
he went offline and uh, his uncle, I guess, picked up his phone and Twittered and said, hey, this is uh, what happened. We found him in the, in the garage hanging and some people thought it was fake. Some people didn't. He'd faked his death before. I spoke to him twice after that and his mother as well. I tracked it, but he said he was hanged by three Hispanics that pulled up into his garage and uh, we stayed with his uncle in Albuquerque and they put a, a knife and a gun on him, brought him inside, made him write a note. But the the uh, the cord broke and he fell down. And I'm thinking, okay, everyone thinks everyone called bull, bullshit on that. But five weeks later, Tracy Twyman's found hanged in her garage. The exact same thing. If those were reversed, if Tracy went first and then that happened, I'd be like, okay, guy totally faked it, but it went the other way around. Something, I'm not ig- ig- ignoring that. And then a month and a half later, Epstein gets arrested. And then two months later, Epstein is dead. Oh. And then a month later, Epstein's attorney is dead, right? And it's just like, boom, 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 knocking down dominoes left and right. Kate Spade, uh, the the Canadian billionaires who, there's so many stories about their death. Was it because they were part of the Haiti group that fleeced Haiti? Uh, or were they because they produced uh, ivermectin or uh, hydrochloroquine, whatever it is at that point? I mean, we got psyops on psyops at this point. And, you know, like, look at all the stuff that happened with uh, uh, Tom Hanks. I mean, like, I mean, like, literally the Internet accused you <laughs> of this, never mentions it. And Johnny talks about this, about how. There's this kind of belief based on his time in the press that it's if you acknowledge it, you give it power, right? And I, well, I can tell you that that is the bog standard, uh, the sort of the boilerplate response of publicists is to say, do not address it. Yeah. Do not address it. Yeah. Even though it's so loud. Well, remember, like, what Hunter, I can give you an example. Like, remember Hunter S. Thompson was trying to say that, like, Ed Muskie, you know, what was it that was on acid or whatever? Uh, and he would go around saying it, asking him, are you on acid? To get him to say out loud, no, I'm not, I don't take, I'm not tripping on acid all the time. Because that would, just him doing that is a loss for him. Do you know what I'm saying? Him right. even breathing the words. Right. Right. So, well, to me, you know, to me the fact that. example he, that is, do you still beat your wife? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the old joke. Yeah, right. Yeah, but, but Tom Hanks flaunted it. I mean, it was Isaac, especially. You know, uh, he had that um, that posting on uh, March thirteenth, right there. It was uh, the land of enchantment and lost gloves, yeah. Hanks, and he has that, uh, that 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 soiled white glove in the land of enchantment. Well, Isaac Cappy was from Albuquerque, New Mexico, the land of enchantment. That was seventy two days prior to Isaac's death. But that's code, okay. right? I mean, that's in code. Not, regular well, people aren't going to know what that means. Right. Well, not, but right. I'm an occultist, you know, and 72, uh, 72 is the, um, 72 years. Well, 72 is the number that defines man's relationship with this world. Um, 72 degrees Fahrenheit is your most comfortable. Your 72 heartbeats per minute is average. Uh, wine is 72 degrees. Taste best 72 degrees. Uh, 72% of, the, of your body is water. 70% of the earth is water. 72 years is one degree of precession right? Times 360. That's a full for the, for the procession of the advancement of the wobble, the earth, you just tilt off its axis. 72 dictates our experience and our, uh, and our, our, our vibrational resonance with this physical four dimensional plane. If you take the three dimensions and fourth be in time. Okay. It's very, I find 72 cooked into a lot of these rituals. And then you had another one uh, he uh, put out on April 4th and it was um, it was of the white glove again, on, on it says historic route 66 roadkill question mark i hope not hanks and it's a white glove and a white glove is the 
if you get into the Masons, you know, and, and into the esoteric symbol, and it's not just masonry, but it's specifically the white glove is the hand of man, the work done by, and a soiled white glove is a dirty hand of man. And then at the bottom of that picture was the cap with the letter P on it, cap B. Yeah, it, that that is nuts, right? I mean, like, oh, for sure. you yeah, could yeah. be like, you know, we just did an episode with Jamantria, and, you know, you know, uh, G- Garrick said that people accuse him of just trying to find links when they aren't there. But no, it's bullshit. like... <laughs> Route 66? Route 66? Yeah. I mean, All I'm saying is this Isaac is more Isaac died impressive. on Route 66. Isaac fell off of the Transwestern Bridge on Route 66. Cappy did. And he was roadkill because he got run over by Forrest Scott Proctor. One of Thomas, Tom Hanks' characters was Forrest Gump, who ran on, for, on, on, on Route 66. It's, it's in his own Instagram. And my thing is, like, why can't you leave a comment? Then why post it? <laughs> You can't oh, leave a comment at all because yeah, he was getting destroyed before that. He was like the yeah. glove. Now you, you go on his page right now. You can't even leave a comment. You either you look mm. at the video, like it, or get get the fuck yeah. out of here. And then the morning that Isaac died, he did another post right there on May thirteenth, and it was if he, it was the two handkerchiefs because his son makes makes uh, handker, handkerchiefs son. right, <laughs> and 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 it, and it was this uh, this brown one in a desert environment. You can see from the from the uh, the the, the uh, flora on the side of it. And in the front of it is a red handkerchief that's wrapped up. And at the bottom of it, it says um, 1970, 72, I think it says there. No, 1970, I think, whatever it was. It's, it's the year of, of Isaac's death, you know? Um, no, 1977, or sorry, birth, right there. It's also the, the, the year of, of his son's birth. So red, the guy ran over Isaac, for Scott Proctor ran over Isaac. And you have a red kerchief right right there. And, you know, it just goes on and on and on, um, you know. And by the way, on the kerchief that was posted on the morning of Isaac's death is a um, it's, it's an RV. And that RV looks identical, identical, the windows and everything to the one that was in Breaking Bad, which was filmed in Albuquerque, New Mexico, mm. where Isaac Cappy was from. Yeah, and, I, and all I was saying, Sam, is that all that stuff um, it, to me is way better evidence than him just not acknowledging it publicly in plain language you know what i mean yeah. yeah what do you mean like i i'm not surprised at all and it's not convincing mm-hmm. to me the fact that he hasn't just come out in plain language and said i am not a pedophile that to me doesn't surprise me at all and that's not compelling but all of this stuff is i mean that, yeah is borderline and nobody hears him. this stuff right exactly and that's nobody why hears yeah. about it because Precisely. the powers that be you know won't <laughs> let you you know we had a pizza gate episode on private on my channel yeah and it's gone I, they gave us a strike you know and like we don't put tim fall hat on youtube because mm-hmm. we don't want to get fucked with right i mean because it's just the truth dude it's just yeah. this and this is uh, like they listen man if you follow the way they operate they're really like if youtube goes what are we getting rid of we're getting rid of Holocaust denial videos, okay? Which everyone's like, yeah, man. That's some bullshit. That sets credibility, right? And then the next two, you go, what is that about? We're going to get rid of natural remedies. Okay, now yeah. you're going, okay, now you're showing your cards. Who are you owned by? Why don't they want you to see that? And then the last one is flat earth. Okay, what is that? Is that just to make everybody go? Why? Why flat Earth? Right? If it's if you're if it's a round ball, why do you care if people have flat Earth videos? What is that about? That's fine. That's neither here nor there. I think it's because they don't want you looking at some stuff. But 
Now we get into everybody losing their channels with mm -hmm. I lost mine. medical misinformation that has since been proven to be true. Yeah, they, they they didn't give it back either. They didn't give me my channel back either. You should get more. You should get more than your channel back. You should get money for that you lost. That well, you should be able to sue them. Be like, hey, I was making this much. You banned me for a month, and this is how much I make. So either you sue me or, because that's that's your livelihood. For some people, it is. We're lucky we right? go to Rockfin and go somewhere else. But those people that lived on YouTube, Why last, yeah, because yeah. I mean, what the blessings are that it's growing. It hasn't, it doesn't scare. Like it's like when I get. A Twitter account, right? And I know I get a thousand likes. That's why I'm in trouble. <laughs> that's why I'm in trouble. If I get to a thousand likes, that's when they're like, "Okay, you're getting too much traction. Yeah. Yeah. People are people are too into what you're doing. We gotta yeah. get rid of your thing." And that's why I always lose my account right there. But yeah. and it's like if anybody says, "Hey, man, you know it's a private, it's a private company. They can do what they want," which is Johnny's whole theory on libertarianism, right? But it's not a private company. It's not. It's been funded by the U.S. government. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about our brand new sponsor, Diet Smoke. That's right. How, how many people here eat edibles? I think I I, I used to eat edibles, okay? You know, uh, you, you don't eat edible if you want to get high. You eat edible if you want to uh, go into a coma, right? That's where it is now. You eat the edible, you go straight to retarded, and you can't even enjoy yourself because you think the government's coming, and it's just getting weird in your head. Well, guess what? You don't have to worry about that anymore, okay? Because our good friends at Diet Smoke, that's dietsmoke.com. Guess what? They have the perfect medium high, okay? It's called Diet Smoke, and it's for it comes in delicious Delta 8 THC gummies. Diet Smoke isn't light. It's just right, okay? That's what we're talking about, dude. Diet Delta 8 is simply a slightly less potent THC. There we go. All right, the THC that you're probably most familiar with is Delta 9, okay? And while both are natural to the cannabis plant, Diet Smoke extracts their Delta 8 from hemp, all right? Some people may call this a loophole. I call it a secret recipe for getting smooth, stable, and most importantly, legally high, okay? You pro now you're probably asking yourself, does Diet Smoke really get you high? Of course! The high you get with Diet Smoke is best described somewhere between chillness of CBD and classic stone feeling you get from regular weed, okay? Plus, Diet Smoke comes in two delicious flavors. Blue raspberry, huh? And watermelon. Now, I know Johnny's girl likes blue raspberry, huh? And Xavier likes watermelon, am I right? Of course. Okay. Well, I say try both, bro. When CBD isn't enough, okay, and traditional THC is too much, enjoy the smooth buzz of diet smoke, okay? Each gummy is infused with 10 milligrams of Delta 8 THC derived from American-grown hemp. You know what they say, buy American, get high with American. Delta 8 gummies are low in sugar, fat-free, and delicious, okay? Oh, did I mention they're legal? Go to dietsmoke.com. Use the promo code SAM for 20% off your order. That is S-A-M, okay? Dietsmoke.com. Promo code SAM for 20% off. Diet Smoke, Delta A, THC gummies are not for use or sale to people under 21. Please use responsible. I, I am a registered libertarian, but I have a few problems with absolute libertarianism. I mean, can I 
can I buy all the land around your house and put up no trespassing signs and shoot you if you cross it, my property to get to the, to the store? That's libertarianism taken to the full extent, right? No, the answer is no. If complete libertarianism would be, would, would be chaos. And, 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 I, and I'm a libertarian. Um, you know, there is a balance and I don't know where that is. I need to debate that today, but well, uh, there, no, no, there is dude. You're totally right. Yeah. You know, it's just like, and I'm going to get killed by everybody for saying this, but <laughs> it's like, if you just do straight libertarianism, you're going to get to a point where the rich and the super smart are just game the system. That's right. And it's just like, listen, look at what's going on right now. And John, I'd love to hear this because you're, you know, I feel that like liberal and libertarian now, real liberals and libertarians are very much close together and they would probably agree on a lot of stuff. The important stuff anyway. And then what happens is because, you know, libertarians are supposedly they tend to seem like they're more a little right of center and then liberals seem like they're a little bit more left of center. And then on the ends are the progressives and the like like the religious right, which I do not have a problem with religion, okay? I'm a spiritual man. This is not anti-religion. But once again, when we have these very loud people telling everybody to live a idealistic life, pushing idealism on people, that's when people start to go, okay, dude, I'm not really into that, this idealistic way of living, okay? Which is like, and I say that the, the conservatives got rid of the super religious right, which was like anti-interracial dating, anti-gay, anti-stuff like that, where most people are like, I don't care what adults do. Well, God, well, then let God deal with that. And then you got the laugh with the the, them, them, drag queens this, uh, reading to, to chill, like this idealistic thing where like everybody gets to do whatever they want, whenever they want it, regardless of your feeling of it, which is not how the world works. So you also have that extreme. And both of them yeah. need to be like, okay, you guys go live in your cuckoo place. Okay. You want to be religious? I love you. You want to dress like a, a drag queen? Do it. Yeah. But on your own, in your own world. That's how it is. I don't. I don't want to tell people how to live their lives. Okay, even though I just told these. Well, yeah. People. I mean, that's just the core of libertarianism, right? Right. But that's also old school liberal. Old yeah, well, school liberal. you're talking about like the uh, the Jeffersonian liberals, the yeah, exactly. true liberals yeah. that founded this country. Yeah, and um, and the the Democrats hijacked that. That, uh, that, that that term that that um, brand and then it got they polluted it like they soil everything in my opinion and then it uh, they picked up progressivism and that turned into you know they had to get rid of that and then it was socialism and they had to get rid of that and now I know what 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 are they on to now oh, democratic socialism that's right that's right we got to call it democratic socialism um, it just never just, works dude it just never works and even no, if you say to no, me that the international banking institutions will not allow uh, socialism to ha happen, so they punish any any country that goes socialist. They punish them with pulling embargoes and and, and uh, you know pulling out businesses, all that. Fine, if that if that's real, what you're saying, why do you think they wouldn't do it? The United States, do you want to invite that? that? Years ago, um, I was in a bookstore in North Phoenix and there was a money magazine. I just happened to look at it and I was waiting for somebody. I read like 15 pages of the 30 page article and it was uh, 30, almost 25 years ago now, how the international banks love the Chinese model and how it would be the model for the world. And you have this communist control 
of the of the resources and the assets and the uh, the, the firing up of the distribution of and you know and um, all of it, and they put certain people in charge of it to develop those resources. But because it's a completely controlled system, they can neck it down and stop it and change directions when they need to, which makes it ultra efficient. Now, the people that get ground under the under the gears of this are going to be the people who are rising within the ranks of the communist party. It's just another system of con- control. I mean, socialism is simply a, you know, communist socialist is a communist who hasn't found an AK 47 yet. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the policies are identical between socialism and communism. The only difference is a socialist will put you in jail and take your money and cancel you for your ideas. Whereas a communist will just come put a bullet in the back of your head. It's the only difference. It's the only difference. Um, and I think the global bankers love this capitalist communist hybrid model that they are developing in uh, China and have been developing for over two, two decades now. I think a real issue we have right now is this awakening that's going on. And yet we still have law enforcement and the military enforcing these bullshit laws. They go, cause that's it. I've said even before all of this shit was going down, I told everybody Listen, dude. I have family. It's law enforcement. I, I you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not a defund the police, but make no doubts about it. When, when the government comes to crack down on the resistance, it's in the form of riot police, who like, who are doing everything for a check at that moment, and, and like their notion is like, if the system ends, right, then they're not gonna have a job. Like, if the people pushing against, like, I'm not talking Antifa, which is like, and BLM, which are controlled opposition, who are a bunch of rich kids or disenfranchised children who have been revved up, okay, in the thinking that they're being oppressed, right? And, and like, is there a pressure? Of course there is. But is it what they think it is? Is it to the extreme? Well, I'm somebody like, what did you do to put yourself in that position? That's a whole different conversation. But... You know, it, it, let's say there is a revolution, right? The truth of the matter is, is that like people just want to swap out the bad and put back in the good. That includes law enforcement, right? I mean, like Johnny, you're libertarian. Are you one of those people that believe that we don't need cops? Because then we're just going to start clocking people. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I think everybody should make that decision for themselves at a local level. If you if you go back, there's a book called The Social Contract, I believe, by a Frenchman. I believe his name is, uh, I, I'll butcher this, but it's Jean-Jacques Rochier, Rochieu, uh, I think Rochier, they pronounce it. Um, and it's about human behavior. Uh, it goes all the way back from the caveman days up until like the 1500s, 1600s when the book was, 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 was written. And he talks about how we naturally will form and go through certain uh, ways of controlling and policing ourselves. You know, it goes to the alpha male. Right. And then when we get agriculture, it goes into your families and then your clans and then the towns and then monarchy and then to democracy and then other control systems along the way. There, there is a natural uh, the way that we are um, uh, put together. And I, I believe we I believe we were created. I put that way. Um, I, I am an occultist, but I believe there was a creator an absolute creator of mankind, whatever that is, we can debate that. But um, from there, intrinsic within our system, within our genetic memory, um, our, our DNA is a hierarchical system. You know, I raised chickens and, and I raised, and I was a cowboy for years and uh, animals behave certain ways. So humans are thin skinned mammals with opposable thumbs, self-awareness. And we do behave according to our, um, to our genetic programming. 
And um, I, I think that our political systems do mimic it um, uh, or do follow a biologically ingrained system to a certain extent. Um, I believe a lot of the esoteric and occulted knowledge that I've studied my whole life um, is the blueprint, is the system. You know, I'm an occultist in this book right here, the Bible. This is my number one primary book that's on my desk that I read every, every, every single day. It is full of occulted, sacred, mystical knowledge. Mysticism um, in the Bible. I, I think that's there. And that goes back down to, not to cut you off, but sorry, but no, go ahead. Go what ahead. the Roman Catholic Church did to Christianity, what it did to that, that spiritual movement which was to make it literal. And if you didn't take it literal, they pounded the shit out of you violently. And yeah. then they made you take these pagan rituals and told you they were Christian uh, holidays. And they completely shish kebabbed the whole yeah. thing. Well, the Bible is multidimensional. I mean, this book is written for everybody from the lowest um, a dumb, any person that can't talk or read, they can learn through parables, uh, parables, because that's how Jesus taught. And then there's information on how to raise your flocks and then how to raise um, and not pollute your, 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 your herds. And then there's, there's wisdom for Kings and how to set up your countries. Um, and then, and that's, that's a second layer, right? And then the third layer is the occulted or the hidden knowledge within it. Uh, for instance, the Bible, the, the King James is, is, is the old Testament and the new Testament held together with the four gospels, right? Well, your DNA, and this is the book of life, right? The book of life, your DNA, two strands of starch held together with four mononucleotides. The Bible is an actual physical similitude of the instructions that you were given in your, in your actual DNA. The very middle verse in the Bible is Psalms. Psalms is 117, I believe it is. And it's exactly 33 words long. Well, the very center of your body is your spine and it's 33 vertebrae. There are codes throughout this Bible that most Christians are never, ever even um, uh, made aware of. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. And we don't get off in the weeds and they go into the belief side of it. I have no doubt in my mind, and I can't prove this, but I believe that the knowledge to bend space and time and to take our science further into anything we can ever dream of is actually encoded in here as well. And we just haven't developed to the point where it's going to unlock itself for us. Guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Green Chef. I love Green Chef. Let me tell you about Green Chef. Okay. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well, easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Okay. Whether you're into keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Okay, Green Chef pre-portioned ingredients mean you'll actually reduce your food waste by at least 25%, okay? With fresh pro produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients you can trust. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Green Chef offers 35 nut nutritious and flavorful options to choose from every week featuring premium clean ingredients that are seasonal source for peak freshness, okay? Green Chef always changes variety of easy to follow recipes means that there's new dis new things to discover each week. So you'll never get bored, all right? I've done it. Listen, I'm not the greatest cook in the world. I'm learning. I've been wanting to learn. I got my package from Green Chef, and I am learning to cook while I eat well. 
It's great. I love it. You, we, Hey, we're talking about this all the time. You got to become self-sufficient. And a great way to do it is Green Chef will help you learn to cook. If you don't know how to cook, if you know how to cook, it mm-hmm. helps you out the gate. It's so much cheaper than going to the restaurants, in my humble opinion. They send you what you want. It's so much cheaper than even going to the store nowadays. They're taking care of you, okay? So here's what's going to happen, dude. Here's what I need you guys to do. Go to greenchef.com, okay? Slash tinfoil130 and use the code tinfoil130 to get $130 off plus free shipping, okay? One more time. That's greenchef.com slash tinfoil, the number 130, okay? And use the code tinfoil130 to get $130 off plus free shipping, okay? So guys, be a young Christian warrior, eat right, stuff your face with good stuff, and enjoy Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Well, here's the thing, and we can get into this. I know we do a lot of talk on COVID, and I, I don't I'm know, man. I'm prepared to talk about that. I, 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 this is my opinion. I'd love to hear both of you guys here in studio, your opinion as well. I think we're winning. I think we're winning this information war. I think when you when you hear Israel's talking about four, five boosters, six boosters, uh, I, I think people are starting to wake up. You're seeing people like psychos taking pictures with their kids, crying, giving them the shots, and then two days later, the kids are no longer with us. I mean, like... These are, I mean, do you see that one picture of the girl who's just staring into the camera with the demon eyes? And then it's like her child's gone. And it's just like, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? And, but I think we're winning this war. I think like, I know that the United States is very slow to, to push back the same way places like Canada, Europe, Australia, Austria has now abandoned all their all their things. There's been such a pushback by the population. They've now abandoned the requirements. We, know, fat people don't revolt. <laughs> no, hey, dude, I'm I'm 100 agreement with you. But one mm-hmm. thing I will tell you is your screens. You got. I say that. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna come back up you again. Totally. <laughs> Uh, It'll cycle say, through. When you say fat people, <laughs> that's what comes up. Um, <laughs> No, but you know, dude, somebody posted this video on Twitter, uh, and it's uh, a family at Walmart. I would assume it's Walmart. Large woman in a uh, on a the mopeds, the little moped, little yeah. thing, rascal thing. One woman on one, her one daughter or granddaughter on top. The other one trying to find a way. Through, I'm like, maybe just maybe, Bill Gates knows something we don't know that there is a small percentage. That maybe not the whole, but there's some fucking fringe that I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just like, are we just reproducing stupid over and over again? Yeah, here we are. I, I think we are. I, I mean, it's well, I mean, that's a fact True. that the people less yeah. the more more intelligent you are, the less likely you are to reproduce. I in, mean, in this country, especially. Look, you you go and get your fucking vaccine, right? And then you got someone that makes twelve dollars an hour making sure it's the right code. Yeah, <laughs> which no one gives a fuck about. Like, why do you like literally everywhere I've gone? I give it. You're in L.A. You got to go somewhere. You give it to this guy. This guy doesn't uh, give a fuck. Why does he have to check if it's so uh, fucking important about me having a vaccine? Why is it 
fucking the guy that didn't graduate high school is the one that has to check if I have the right fuck. It's not important. Remember it's, it's to comply. To, it's to comply. Do you remember when we used to complain about the TSA? Nobody yeah. complains about the TSA anymore because yeah. it's everywhere. That's just yeah. powerful. It's the also court. the least invasive thing the government does to us. You know, I mean, at, at oh, this point, that's sad I mean. truth. Yeah, you know, I, I I was thinking about jury trial. I got, I got a jury something the other day. I got, I got out of it, but you know, and I thought, you know, God, do I want to be trialed with a bench trial or by a jury of my peers? And then I thought, shit. And then I was, you know, I went to Walmart a couple days later. And I looked around. I said, fuck, these are yeah. my peers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do I want to be it, tried dude. by these fucking people? <laughs> or what about Ghislaine Maxwell? It's like, how who's she getting tried by? Her peers? Who would that be? All the other yeah. like people running yeah. child sex trafficking customers, right? I mean, like who are who are her peers? If let's say Prince Andrew was actually tried, who would be who would well, he be tried he's, by? He's English. I mean, yeah, right, right. Let's let's say it happened. Who would he be tried by? Like, I'd who have to are go your find peers? Some lower fourth dimensional reptilian hybrids. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm totally down with that. <laughs> uh, but I do believe we're starting to win this thing. I think people. I think people don't realize that people are waking up more and more. Maybe I'm in a in a uh, silo on Twitter. They don't want me to see the other side's complaining or the other side that is the conformist. I don't get a lot of that. My feed now is pretty much people saying, hey, wake up. We're winning. We're waking up. Wake up. Look at this idiot. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I think you're right, man. Um, so my girl and I, we do, we do uh, three, four nights a week bro um, uh, broadcast on our, on our, on our channel on D, D live and theta. And we do a lot of COVID truth awareness and a lot of activism in the streets where we're continually um, protesting throughout the Valley, uh, the, the Phoenix area where we live. And uh, we, I make it a point every single day to go out and talk to people everywhere. I go, every time I leave my house, I go talk to somebody in a mask, go up to them and I just bring up the subject because it's how we're going to win it. One person at a time. And we, and you're right. People are, they're like, Oh yeah, you know what? I mean, I got sick and I got the vaccine and my neighbor died and he was vaccinated and they're starting. We are entering, I think the cycle where people are going to start kicking off and dying. Um, I, we know, dude, I think we're already there. I, I yeah. think it's going to start ramping up and I'm sorry, but if you're getting the boosters, like I just, you're gone. What are you doing, man? What yeah. are you doing? Well, one of the signs that I think that I was waking up as much as we think it was a psyop was that Kyan Rittenhouse trial. Because if the left wanted us, he would be in jail right now. Another W for them. This guy killed three black people. But everyone was like, hey, what up? He didn't kill black people. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. not a racist well, dude. No, that's a and lot it was, of stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, people don't understand. It's like, before Cuomo got let go from CNN, there was a memo going, they're going to fire everybody because they can't get anybody to watch CNN. Because uh. Jeff Zucker is television AIDS. He, he literally has gay face, and he's television AIDS. He destroyed NBC. They kicked him out of there. He went to CNN, and unless you understand what the goal is, which is propaganda, if you think it's about ratings, he's failed. If it's about propaganda, he's completely not only one, and they're going to blame all of these talking heads on it going down when they're just reading a prompter. Yeah. They're they're being told what to say by Zuckerberg, yeah. who went to like an Ivy League school. His job has been to push cultural yeah. Marxism, and yeah. that's so, why it's a couple winning. things. A couple things. Um, how we beat this is we we engage in our own propaganda. We have to. Okay. Um, for instance, on November nineteenth, right when Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted. We went live and we called it acquittal day. 
and we called it uh, November 10th. We're going to hijack Juneteenth. And we made memes and we had hundreds of people calling all the news outlets saying, did you guys hear? There's like a movement online to start this November 10th acquittal day. And we we cranked out hundreds of memes all over Twitter. All You can type it in. And we were hashtagging it. And that's what we have to do. Um, we have to meme them. We have to ridicule them. We have to mock them. We have to get up. And you know what we have to do? We got to do what Isaac Cappy said. We got to stay in the light. You cannot, I was prepared to come here and talk about fear today and, and how fear we'll is, is the control mechanism used by the elite to suck us down into this place of darkness and paralysis where we can't do anything. That's where they want us. Propaganda is not designed or intended to change your mind. Just so you know, it's not intended to do that at all. It's intended to sit there and bombard you over and over and over and over to where you feel hopeless. And you're like, that's not true. And they say, we don't care. We're going to say it and say it and say it. And your neighbors are going to say it. And the people at work are going to say it. And the people at the water cooler are going to say it. And the people at the grocery line are going to say it. And you are going to be paralyzed and helpless and hopeless. That's what it's designed to do. They have no intentions of, um, of convincing us of anything. It's just to dominate the entire scene through energy and basically it, um, occultically speaking, it is an illusion. They are manifesting their own reality by saying it over and over and over because words are swords. Yeah. Yes. Words are swords. Dude. Yes, you know? yes. Yes. And you know, I was just thinking about this cause I'm a crazy person and I talk to myself all day <laughs> and uh, I was thinking about like, what do the mask represent? The science is there. It doesn't represent anything. There's a couple things going on with COVID. What COVID does for people, it really itches that fight or flight, right? This, like, we are primal animals. We have reptilian brains. We are cavemen at our, at our core. And a big part of cavemen was surviving violence, right? And the surviving in the wild. Dude, that's why we're afraid at night because. There was no light, and we're like, is there an animal out there coming to eat us? That's why we get afraid. Fight or flight is everything right now. Everything. When, you're, when you are fear, your um, autonomic nervous system kicks in. Your adrenaline gets secreted. Blood flow to your uh, frontal lobe is decreased. That's where your logic and thinking and, and uh, planning ha happens. The amygdala kicks in, right, and takes over, and your animalistic uh, part of your brain goes in there. Your heart rate, your blood pressure, your breath, your your mouth, everything begins to tense up. By the way, those are all comorbidities. High blood pressure, heart rate going up. Your digestion decreases. B, boom, obesity. Chronic fear is going to stimulate everything that causes the comorbidities. And they're just going to stay on us with this, with this ongoing, never-ending propaganda. The mask, by the way, mask is very important. That's part of this ritual. Okay. When the mask first came out being an occult, I mean, this one used to practice. Okay. I don't practice any, any longer. I I'm, I'm a de occultist now. And I, I, I take my knowledge of the occult and I de occult it for everyone else for the good side. Um, the masks are used in rituals and have been since the caveman days. Right. And I mean, I wrote it down here. Uh, they're used in war to endure fear, rebirth and transformation, death, magic, fertility, punishment, isolation, and torture. The COVID ritual with the mask involves all of that. Fertility is being decreased. People are being isolated and tortured literally by having to wear that. Yeah. Uh, fear and punishment. Everything a mask has ever been used for ritualistically, it's being used all together 
with all the other components. 100%, within. dude. I mean, yeah. look at these elite elite events. All the elites, none of them wear masks. All the people working at the events wearing masks. It is done purposefully to yep. break you. Hold on. No, no, so, ahead, yeah. so, so, you know, again, going into this fight or flight, man, take a look at who, ta like, dude, it's so interesting when you go around. Where are the places where mask mandates uh, are, are still in effect? Where Boarding I'm going to say it, where there are middle class, upper class fucking nerds. Right? I mean, let's face it, dude. You go to like anywhere, a Starbucks. There's a lot, like a lot of the baristas are what I call beta dictators, okay? There's a bunch of beta dictators. They move to certain places because there's there's fortune if they hit right with their, with their herd, man, which is like geeks, tech, all that stuff. They move to Hollywood. They move to New York because that's showbiz and they can make something happen. They blow up. They're a dictator because in their whole life, they they perceive themselves and this is what happens a lot to people who go from like zero to quote unquote hero they perceive that they got shitted on their whole life so when they achieve a certain level that's how they treat people because they think that's how you treat people when you've made it so you see it all the time in hollywood these nerd dorks get made through this industry that's dying right now and what they're horrible fucking aziz azari needed his ass kicked a thousand times and like when he when he got clipped Nobody ran to help him because he treated people like shit because nobody did him the favor of clocking him in the face and going, dude, that's not how you treat people. Ellen, the exact same way. Rich kid from San Francisco got fast tracked because rumor is she's a Rockefeller or a Rothschild and she was a cunt. She was by like, dude, you listen to old interviews with her when she talks about her stand. She's like, I just don't think you need to be mean. Oh, except for when you blow up and you treat everybody like a piece of shit and you go to restaurants and you try to get people fired. But what happens is these people, they fucking all merge into one area, into a herd. And the mask is a sign that you're part of the team. It's kind of like when you go to a rich neighborhood and these people have BLM signs on in their yard. They don't, there's no black people that live on the fucking block. They don't have any black friends. That's not about giving a shit about black people. That's showing that you're a conformist and you're part of the team. And this group of people who've grown up with money, most of these nerd dorks come from well-to-do families families middle upper class okay and this is their fight or flight because they, they they've completely gotten away from nature the hierarchy of life the fucking violence that comes with you know with just hunting and gathering and all that stuff they're so far from it that this virus even in my own family dude they're isolators dude they loved it when the government said stay home you can't leave yeah. they're like oh i gotta stay home i guess i'll stay home <laughs> and they never left their house this plays into your fight or flight okay the same yeah. thing with political correctness this notion that you're fighting for your survival that we're i mean like how many times you've seen elite people just talking about hey they showed everybody that women can do it too what are you what year are you fucking living in that you think that is a message that needs to be told what year what year? That one guy who goes on uh, Bill Maher's show all the time, the light-skinned professor that sounds like Damian Wayne's character. In prison, like the Eric Dyson. Eric Dyson, the professor. Yeah. That guy acts like it's 1776. And every day before he goes on Bill Maher, he has to leave a escape from a plantation. <laughs> the guy teaches at a high-end school. Yeah. What are you talking about? Where are you from, dude? 
They, uh, we got to show women they can do it. Where does, where are the, like, I talk about it in states, like, like Women's Appreciation Month. What month isn't Women's Appreciation Month? What <laughs> month are we, like, just punching chicks in the face? Well, and, Mar and Mar shows you how, Bill Maher shows you how much the left has moved on all these issues. Because he used to be the most left guy on television. Yeah. Remember? And now he's, I mean, he's borderline right wing on a lot of issues. They well, made him look he crazy. he didn't change the spectrum. Exactly, changed. that's what I'm saying. But yeah. Didn't that, Tim cast as well? Didn't, didn't Tim, wasn't Tim kind of left wing? And now he's sort yeah, of. Yeah, I like, mean, uh, probably. I mean, but here's the whole thing, yeah. dude. It's just like uh, you know, I, 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 I mean, Tim fucking hustled, did all this stuff. So, you know, kudos to him. But you know, I mean, it's just like it becomes this fight or flight thing. You, they think they're fighting for their survival. Okay, they don't mm -hmm. realize they got everything that you should fight for, which is complete other equality. Now you're asking for bozo shit. That people are like, no, it doesn't mean, oh, you hate us. I don't hate you. I don't care what you do with consenting adults. Just leave the kids alone. But that's not enough for you because you got to keep winning wars because the generation before you got what you want, which was equality, yeah. right? And they don't realize, like, equality, you know, what is equality? I ask people, what is equality? What is equality it? of opportunity or equality of outcome? That's what they think it is. And yeah. it does not exist. You might no. not be good enough to get what everybody else does. In order to ensure in quality of outcome, you need a AK-47. <laughs> well, I mean, let's get into what's happening. Like, people can say whatever they want. Oh, yeah, dude, the government's got these fucking giant weapons, so they'll do whatever they want. Then why wouldn't they already do it? Why wouldn't they already fucking do it? If they could just roll us all, they would have fucking rolled us all. It's just when you have like four guns or five guns per fucking uh, citizen, you can't just roll through shit. Yeah, you can't, no, you can't. destroy the country if you want to rule it. You know what I mean? There has to be some people left to rule. And, yeah, I they think they're going to, I think, I've thought a lot strategically about COVID and, and we talk about it, um, every night. Um, I think they're going to use the banking system and the monetary system in order to implement uh, the vaccination. The vaccination is designed to sterilize. It is designed to spur autoimmune diseases within three to five years, and it is designed to destroy your broad spectrum immune system. It is designed to allow cancers to begin taking over within five to 10 years. It is a depopulation tool. It was the, the uh, problem reaction solution. The, the virus itself, which call it a virus, uh, you know, was designed to kill off the elderly at an accelerated rate, especially those with comorbidities. And then they cooked those numbers as it came out. It's still there, but there are people dying of something in accelerated rates. Um, however, not that many more than died from the flu, which is strange. Uh, you know, what's his name? Uh, I was talking uh, the other night and he says, you know, uh, the, uh, uh, the insurance companies haven't paid out any more death benefits in this last year than they had a previous year. No, 100%. very interesting. So I had a, I went on a front, I got kind of ambushed by two buddies of mine on the show. They're, they're, they, you know, they're vaxxers and all this stuff. <laughs> and I love them, but they, they, yeah. they kind of, uh, ambushed me on the show and, uh, I love them, but it is what it is. And, uh, the one guy was like, you know, uh, deaths are up 300,000. Like, no, they're not. Bullshit. Dude. That's a complete utter lie. That's a complete and I like and like you got to do blood force. That is a lie. That is a 100% lie. There isn't more marginally more deaths than any year before. And like no. if we're going to destroy our economy, you know, shouldn't there be a, a sadly way more deaths to justify destroying our economy? But they don't care. They don't care because you, you know, know what? Because the vaccines are going to start killing people. 
See, they have to shrink the food supply. They have to shrink the energy supply. They have to shrink the job supply. They have to shrink uh, the, the, uh, uh, the goods and products. Um, everything is being shrunk down right now. Even your money is stagflating. It's getting harder to buy property. That's why, um, um, oh, who is it? Uh, BlackRock yeah. and uh, the other company are coming in yeah, and Vanguard. buying up. Yes, thank you. They're coming and buying everything because they're setting it up. If you have a glut of food, all right, after, you know, 20% of the population dies from this vaccine, quote unquote, vaccine, air, air quotes here, if you're listening, um, you don't want too much food because then people won't be forced to work and eat. You know, we work because we have to eat and uh, you control people through food and nations through energy. Right now, what the hell did uh, Biden ju- 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 just do? The Brandon administration came in and they shut down the Keystone pipeline and then they shut down the other pipeline and then they shut down the fracking. Why? Because the primary source of fertilizer for growing food on earth is oil. And if you can kill people off, if you, if you take the food away, people don't eat as much. The nutrition isn't going to their body. Their immune systems falter and they get sicker faster. You don't have the heat. In general, the warmer things are, the better life is on earth. They have us flipped upside down with this global warming bullshit. Dude. That human civilization has flourished when it got warmer and Absolutely. it seeds when it gets colder That's and they right. can't even hear that because what people do, listen, man, it's like we just did that episode with uh, Marissa Gun- uh, Bumgartner, man. It's just like, I know this is going to sound crazy and indigenous people would probably be very angry at me saying this, but dude, huge cities are just free range reservations, dude. That's all they are. If you study what they did to the, the indigenous people, which is exactly the same thing they did to the black community, okay? They're now doing it to the poor and middle-class whites, and it's it's basically just move everybody into a section, okay, and just bombard them with drugs, alcohol, make it hard for men to find works. Now men have no identity. They have no place in society. I mean, dude, take a look at the black community. It is way easier. It's been statistically proven that a black woman is easier to get a job than a black man. That fucks with your head. And yeah. sadly, like women, a lot of you ladies are, and like the people, the women who listen to the show, you're wonderful. I'm not talking to you because you know I love you. I hug you after every show, okay? I love you to peace. I'm talking about out there and these super progressives that don't can't see the what they're doing to society because most of them don't want to have kids, okay? And if you don't have kids. That's fine. I'm not saying to you, but when you're fucking weaponized progressivism, most of it's from people that don't care what happens to the world past their last breath. Okay. So they don't care that they're just getting where most of them, if they're lucky, they have a son, they'll have a, if they're lucky to have kids, some are going to be sons. They're setting up a world where their sons walk into everything with two strikes against them out the gate. Another way to say that, brother, is they don't have any fucking equity. If you yep. have no kids, you have no equity in this world. Yep. I mean, you really don't. And I know that, you know, the two guys on this show don't have kids. I'm not sure if they want to have kids. I didn't have kids until I was 47. And I didn't understand that until I had children. Yeah, that's right. You won't until you have children. And, dude, and again, it, it, it is in your bio. You have, you have one job as a being. I mean, your, your primary goal is to reproduce. That's it. And once you've reproduced, your job is sort of done. 
I mean, in the grand scheme of things, Grant, you can do your other work and stuff. Dude, I'm telling you, I feel it. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm good, dude. I don't need to do anything else. <laughs> hey, you want to go? You want to go? You want to go to this club, bro? I'm like, no, dude, I'm good. I, I did my job. I'm gonna chill. I just don't want to grow fat. Now, if you don't have kids, I totally understand. I've done shows telling people, hey, man, you don't have to, you know, you, you don't have to have kids. But I'm telling you what the role is. Some people can't have kids, and I respect that. And you can figure it out. I mean, there's ways to adopt. But if you don't want to have kids, you don't have kids. My biggest thing, and this is what I've learned, there is a cycle to life, okay? And you're not meant to stay in the bright lights of fertility forever. There is a cycle of life. And like, you know, as I grow older, look at me, dude, I'm 49, right? There's a time where I'm not going to be at the comedy store like I used to be. I, I don't really go there. It's a it's time for young people to get a piece of that, dude, and learn comedy. I've learned everything. I probably overstayed my welcome. Not that anyone doesn't love me there, but just in terms of energy and the cycle yeah. of life, I should have left earlier. I'd lear- I'm, I'm not learning anything anymore from there, and that's what the comedy store is meant to be. It's time to move on. It's time for young people to come in, and they're meant to learn the, from that master that masterful dojo. And that's just a cycle of life. You, you won't realize it until you realize, oh, shit, shit's changing around me. And then you're scrambling. And, I, you know, I saw it happen to me in my life. There is a cycle of life. When you're over, like, chasing ass and that man or women, it's kind of like now you're living. I live for somebody else right now. Everything I do. Get so I got sober, you know. I'm trying not to be a fat ass anymore. I'm trying to get in shape. It's not for me. It's for my kids, so I can stay around long enough to help them get on track, you know. And that's right. That, that's just kind of how the life goes, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Jim Morrison said it. He said, "Between life and death, sh- there should be sharp lines drawn with tests, deaths, rights, feats, story songs, and judgments." And you know, whereas I don't care for his philosophy very much, I think he was right about that. And, um, you're right. You know, the idea I was talking to my girl the other day and the idea of going to a club with all that damn noise and the people around me just did not sound appealing. It sounded like hell yeah. concerts. No, yeah. like, you no, know, I just don't want to go anymore. I'd rather sit on the back porch and feed some chickens and, you know, drink some scotch, you know, or something equivalent, you know, but, uh, you're right. There is a cycle and, um, it is, it is natural to want to procreate, and, um, and to survive because you are going to survive your, your, your genes, your book of life will survive through your children and your grandchildren. I don't have grandchildren yet, but I'll tell you what, all my people and friends who have say there's a difference between kids and grandkids and grandkids are magical. It's like, you don't only one and you succeeded in procreating and making them keep them out of traffic and getting them through school, you know, making sure that they weren't retards. Right. But now they have like procreated and man, it's beautiful to know, to know that it's going to go on. Um, you've succeeded at that point. And I don't know what that's like yet someday, someday I'm sure I'll feel it. But, um, that's why, you know, we have a lot of, um, gay listeners in our, in our, our audience, and we attract a specific kind of homosexual community. Um, sorry, my microphone there. Uh, we attract the ones that hate the LGBTQ agenda. All the people in my community, uh, we're about 50% Christians, 50% pagans, uh, and we have people of all walks of life. That's a nice group right there, bro. It is. It is. And um, the ones that are in there are like, you know what? We are not down with the LGBTQ agenda. We're just not. It's about destroying the families. And what people need to wake up to is your only real power that you have in this country is your familial power. 
You stay as a unit. You have to keep your family tight. You have to. That's where your freedom begins. And from there, if you're if your family is tight and then your clan is tight, then you go out to your neighborhood and then out to your community, your city and your county and your state. But we're not going to win any of these battles on the federal level. I don't think we can. It's, it's we're too far past that. It's too corrupt. It's too crooked. However, we can get a hold of those um, school boards. We can fix the recorder's office. We can get the secretary of state and I your totally only real agree, power dude. is your economic power, right? No one gives a shit about the homeless guy down there under the bridge because he cannot affect change in any real way. However, if your dad has a farm and you have, you know, five miles of farmland, he's going to give it to you and your brother. And you're going to continue to affect change around you and policy and industry. And you know, that's your real power in this world. As the, and, and that's what the death tax was designed to do. That when your father died, 50% of the estate goes to the state to be redistributed. Now you and your brother or brothers only have half of that. And then when you guys die, your kids only have half of that. It's meant to redistribute everything all the way down so that the state controls everything. And the citizens control smaller and smaller and smaller pieces of the economy. That is your only real power in this current paradigm that we're living in right now is your economic power. If you don't believe it, look at Bill Gates, look at Ted Turner, look at the guys that control all of these social media platforms, all of the, who owns most of the farmland in America right now is it Bill Gates, isn't it? Yeah. He owns the food. They own the, uh, the, the attack. It comes down to family and people wonder why there's been an attack on family for so long, it's because of the economic ramifications of that. I agree. And they have, yeah, and they've gone on to say that, oh, if you're against the LGBTQ uh, agenda, then you're against gay people. No, no, I don't care. You put your goddamn pink pink parts. That's not the issue. The, 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 the issue is the attack on my family and the family unit, because that's that, 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 that strategic unit is where the power lies. They, you know, it's, here's the whole thing. It's like, you know, useful idiots, controlled opposition. The best is when they're not being, they don't know they're being controlled. And they do it freely. And that's what's going on with these people. And it's just like, what, what we're seeing is not equality, but special treatment. Right? I mean, like, look up until, I, I would say, early 2000s. You know, there was this real movement that, like, You know, like racy stuff was meant for the adult time when the Mm -hmm. adults were up. And I had no problems with that. Okay. It's adult time. When I do stand up, man, you're, you know who you're coming to see. Don't bring your kids. Don't bring your kids, man. It's not fair to the other adults in the room that you're going to let your kids. Now, I've had people bring their kids and their kids are like, that was great. And I'm like, okay, you get it, kid. But the truth of the matter is adult stuff or adult time. That's what I believe. And this put like, you know, the the push for sex ed in school. Like some of you motherfuckers think sex ed's about how to eat better ass, right? You know, and it's not about that at all. It's about teaching you sex parts. That's it. That's what it's about. This is what Pia says. This is what Vagina does. Okay? That's it. It's not about how to be better in bed. The only thing you get to learn is how to put on a condom. That's it. That's it. They don't, they're not teaching you how to last longer. Yeah, it's just it's so stupid. <laughs> and you just listen to these people. They're like, they want it to be so weird. And you have, you know, it's like women are always like, you know, men shouldn't be involved in women's reproductive uh, discussions, which, okay, really? I can understand to a point, all right? But seeing that you could decide whether the kid stays or I have to pay you money for 18 years, I think maybe I should be in that. Imagine if you told women they can't get into a man's health discussion. If you told them they weren't allowed, they would lose 
They're fucking skulls. Yeah. They would lose uh, their skulls. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of double standards there. What's the first thing that lesbians do when they get together? They go to the sex shop and they buy male dildos. Yeah, it's so funny, right? I mean, you know, it's... Uh, well, yeah, they, and they, they've gone so far now to contort that that they, they have them. Us. They make them look like dragons and, right. you know, like crazy lizards and shit. They need God us. Forbid, they need but they like dress like Larry the Cable Guy. Right. Like, what are you doing, dude? But me, both of them, like, when they... Like, I don't really... Again, I don't care what you do. Just, you know, as long well, as you're not hurting anybody in particular. You hit it earlier but, when you said that, um, you know, they're, they don't know what they're doing and they're personally involved, but their identity and within the agenda, they have made their sexuality, their identity. Yes. And, you know, and, and you don't want to do that. You know, who was it? This is, I think it was Tim, Timothy Prager. Do you know who Prager is? Prager yeah. University. Yeah, Prager U. Yeah. I used to listen to him on the, on the radio growing up all the time. And he said, for a man to be successful, he needs to overcome his greatest um, challenge in life, his greatest uh, you know, weakness. And that is his sexuality. And that's why men should get married, you know, somewhere in their twenties and get that taken care of. Cause once that's done and over there and you know, it's at home, you're not wasting your resources, your energy, your time into frivolous pursuits, getting in trouble, doing stupid shit. You can now get to work and I don't know, cure cancer or build airplanes or something, right? For a woman to be happy, she has to overcome her emotions. Otherwise she will never she has to control her emotions and a man has to control his sexual urges. And those are the two within his, uh, his world. And he comes from a Judeo, um, uh, you know, world um, that is what they teach. And I think he's spot on. I think he's actually spot on within the homosexual parts of the homosexual community. They just teach that your sexuality is your identity. It should not be your identity, whether it's you're straight. Unbelievable. Or, it's like, how, even if you're doing porn, how much of your life is actually dedicated yeah. to the act of sex? It's such a small well, thing. And they do this with yeah. every issue. It's not just sexuality. Every People have become, started to identify with political beliefs or you know their stance on this vaccine issue. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and when you start to identify with it, then any attack on that idea or concept becomes an attack on you personally. And, and, yeah. and, that, well, yeah, and that's how they no, keep no at war. There's no finding common ground. There's yeah, no yeah, yeah. looking for the similarities, not the differences. And it happens all the time. And now, I, I do know for the longest time that the gay community, when somebody found out they were gay, they got excommunicated. I know a young man who got kicked out of his house because he's gay. Not saying that doesn't exist. And that sh that's why you should be supportive of gay yeah. people who are being themselves. But what I'm saying is like, you're going to define yourself by this act in your twenties and your mid thirties. Then you're going to get to your forties and go, why did I define myself by that? It's such a small part of my life. You could really care less about it. And there's so much more about you. That's way more interesting than what you do in the bedroom. And it's well, like, you can get married. You're allowed. You, you can't get fired because of that. And it's like, yeah, and also, dude, guess what? There's asshole family members out there, and maybe, it, maybe because you're, 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 you're. Even if we all accepted 100% people's sexualities, there would still be somebody who kicks their kid out because they're not sure. perfect, right? I mean, it's yeah. just there's no. You're not going to legislate out assholes. The only thing you can legislate is can you legally have the same rights as everybody else? That's it, dude. And you're acting like there's parents that do. don't kick their kids out that are great kids. Yeah, or like kick their kids out. There's a dude. Like, uh, there was a straight white male do. What does he do? Well, that's just it. That's you're just right. it. I mean, you know, to be to be gay is now a protected class. If you're a straight white male and you're a beta, 
or worse, and you don't have any ability to, you know, do anything, you can just go be a protected class now. You can be gay. Yep. Only I think 3% three of the population is naturally gay. That's what um, we talk about uh, all the time, right? Um, how yeah. Much, well, yeah, people way, way overestimate the LGBT yeah, so, population in the country. Yeah. 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 So uh, there's a lot of sorcery going on here. And again, I believe the LGBT c- c- community um, is uh, the, the, the agenda is designed to destroy the family. I, 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 I really do. I mean, dude, um, I, I mean, see the play. Black Lives Matter is ran by two black lesbians in their, in their, their website in which they say their mission statement is to destroy the nuclear family. Just, and if you're black and you take a look at what what happened to your community, you have to be like, well, how does that help anybody? It does. You know what it does? It doesn't allow you to learn how powerful you are based on your lineage and your heritage. It doesn't. It makes you think that culture is all that matters. And look at your culture. Look at feminism. What is feminism now? Right? It's just like, Dude, it's like, listen, I love women fooling around. God bless them. It's great. But it's like, look at what you do. You give away your power all the fucking time. You give women your power away. Women are death right now. They are erasing the uh, the uh, sanctity and the uh, the sacredness of the female. It is disappearing. W- women are scared to death right now. I go to Patriot events here in Phoenix, and it's about 75% females. It's like, where the hell are all yeah. the men? We're at home wearing skinny pants, playing fucking video games. <laughs> where are the damn men at? And the women are up there like, where are our men? And I think it's because they, they feel uh, inside that they're in trouble. You know, they're taking away <sighs> the need for a female. Do you think you know? the people that are looted uh, Nordstrom's and are doing all the looting and robbing, do you think they have a good uh, good family? You think they're family men? What's that? You think the people that, that <laughs> fucking raided uh, the Nordstrom's and are steeding in L.A., do you think they have a good family member? Do you think they no. had a good father no, figure? No. no. All of them there's did animals it. All the all 90 good. people that stole Nordstrom's are p- part of destroying the family unit. It's people yeah. that are willing to go do it. Like, why Why shouldn't I? Yeah. Yep. It's all about yep. quick hits and all this. I mean, look at all the it's programming. Chaos. Snowflake. It's like, why is that story guy be told a thousand times? Yeah. And it's just like, because the real shit, the good shit is so... It's it, it takes it's a fight, man. It's fight. It's about holding off gravitation. Now, you know, I'm not perfect, dude. I am not perfect. I am a flawed man. I have a lot of issues, bro. I'm working on all of them. I got vices on vices on vices, okay? And I'm working <laughs> on them, dude. And I try my hardest, dude. But I'm just telling you, I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I love everybody. And I think that, you know, you just got to realize how powerful you truly are and that there's so much mysticism out there that you should be looking into. I mean, like, I can't, I like, I, I know I'm not black. I would love to sit there and talk to a large group of black people and go, you guys are way more powerful than you want to believe. And you're always worried about what this system is doing to you when you're doing shit to yourself and you should fucking take control of your life and you could do it. It's just easier to do everything else. And that's just not just black people. That's white people. That's every group of people out there. We yeah. all have fight or flight in us. And it's so much easier to think that fucking this is happening to us instead of for us. Okay. And that's what people don't realize. The universe gives you fucking lessons, man. And you either listen to it or you can numb yourself up and run away from it. And I try to say this all the time at my comedy shows. And when it's my crowd, they like it. When it's not, people are like, get off your box. I don't care, dude, because it's just <laughs> the truth, man. So, don't hey, gotta say it. Hey man, 
Always a pleasure to chop it up with you, brother. Corey, where can they find you? Um, I'm on the, uh, well, I got a website, thephoenixenigma.com. I've uh, been there for uh, six years now on my site. Uh, my girl and I do a, um, we do a, um, a live show um, a few nights of the week, depending on our schedule. It's kind of random. Um, and we're on DLive, we're on Theta. If you go to thephoenixenigma.com, just right there is a live, live streaming. Uh, you can click on there and find all of our platforms. We're on, um, I think, Tora. We're on Float. What else am I on? Twitch. Um, so, you ever uh, thought about getting on Rockfin? I've tried. Um, <laughs> I think I've sent some stuff in and no one's emailed me back. All right. Well, I'll take care of that. All right. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. I want to get on there. So, uh, and, uh, you know, start expanding. But because I've been, I mean, my 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 Patreon got killed last year. My yeah, Facebook come got to killed. Rockfin. We'll make it happen. I'll make yeah, it happen. I'll send the email after this today. Thank you. I got so a lot more shit to say, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it's just like, this is just. We're living in crazy times, man. And the best way to deal with it is to look inside. Look inside. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to end on this note because I know uh, this is very important. And I have a friend um, and she said, she's always going on about fear and I'm going on about fear and going on about fear and going on about fear. And she says, don't be fearful, Corey. I know it's hard. Don't be fearful. She was one of Isaac Cappy's friends. She's, she's, she's older. She's elderly. And she's like, you know, and she always tells me, she says, Corey, and she quotes, and I'm, I'm going to read scripture, a short one here. So bear with me, everyone. It's very, very short. Do it. Revelation 21, eight, but the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers and the sorcerers and the idolaters, and all the liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth in the fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And she says, you know what that means, Corey? I said, yeah, uh, there's a lot of bad things there. She goes, God said the fearful first. And if you know, if you study how the Bible is written, the most important thing always goes first. Why would the why would God say the fearful first? The fearful before the unbelieving, before the abominable, before the murders, because it is one of the absolutely greatest sins that God never said. And to be fearful, just like Yoda said, right? What, 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 what did Yoda say? What did Yoda say? Anyone remember that? In the very, in the middle? Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. And hate leads to suffering. Fear is the beginning of it all. And you can't live in fear. We have to fight the COVID uh, lies. We have to fight the destruction of the families. Um, it, we are being attacked on so many levels. We're being attacked chemically, uh, philosophically, all of our re- religions, all of our, 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 our annual ceremonies and uh, celebrations were being attacked everywhere, but it's the fear that is getting into us and lowering our vibrations and causing paralysis and having people become black pilled. We have to, they are winning this war inch by inch, but we need to fight that inch back and take a foot and we can't be fearful. We got to do it staying in the light. Like, like, like Isaac said, um, we just don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. Reminds me of, of that, you know, the line from Dune, fear, is the mind killer is the mind killer. That's right. Yeah. All That's right. right. This has been a great episode again, Corey. Thank you so much for coming on. I look forward to our next conversation. It's always, it's you always bring the heat. It was great, man. And uh, I'm going to help you don't hang up after this, but I'm going to help you get on rock fin. Uh, anything else guys? I mean, dude, well, again, uh, the end of the year is here. Uh, we're having a great time. I think we got one more episode after this. 
Uh, no, two more. We got two more. We got another banger after this, and then we're gonna have the year at the uh, the Swarmy Awards at the end. We had to decide what we're gonna vote on, <laughs> and uh, then we'll be in twenty twenty two. I can't believe it's twenty twenty two is coming. I don't even remember bl- thinking about that year, but here we are. Twenty twenty one's been great. The Swarm has grown. I've grown with you. I love you all very much. I hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we will see you again soon. Take care, everybody. We go deep, homeboy. <laughs> Open your mind. <laughs> Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. <laughs> That's some interdimensional shit. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.